So, Caleb. Yes, sir. I had this thought the other day, driving back home from the comic book store. You're right. John Stamos does have a weird belly button. It's super weird. <laughs> it's like an Audi Indy. It's, I don't I don't like it. But, you know, I had my bag. I had uh, my big hole of uh, unnecessary amount of comic books, you know, that I normally get each week. Right. And they kind of had this idea pop in my head when I was on the highway. Maybe not, like, being immortal, because that would just be ridiculous. But, you know, maybe further technology here, you, know, you never know. We might be able to at least get to a couple hundreds. So you have, like, a decent amount of time. Say um, you live to be 250. 250. That's, a, that's good, a solid. That's a solid number. And then, so, I know... Wait, uh, wait, I don't want to interrupt, but are you aging? Slightly. So maybe when you're in your hundreds, it'd be like you're in your 50s and 60s? Yeah. And then by the time you're 250, you're old, old. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Just wanted to establish that. It's yes. important to yes. what you might be asking. Yeah. And I know, like, so that you have a lot of time. So I know a lot of people would probably think of, like, oh, what they could do to better themselves and to learn things and experience things and maybe try to come up with things to help other people, which is a fine and handy. You know, that that's, yeah. good. that's good. That's a good cause and all that. But if you do do that, you're going to have a lot of screwing around time. Right. You're just going to have some downtime. You can't be going 24-7, you know. No, especially if you're still functioning as a normal human who gets tired, has to sleep, yeah. you know, gets fatigued, still has to work a living, I would imagine. Yeah. Okay. You're not like some uh, demigod, you know, that just can be. Um, you're not one Jeffrey Bezos. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Yes. Uh, so, I had a, so, I had a thought of what would be the things that you would consume um, for entertainment, you know, books or movies, shows that you always kind of wanted to check out, but you kind of realize, have like, I'll probably never get to it. But since you have all this allotted amount of time, what would be the things that you would want to check off that list that you always wanted to check off? So one thing on my, it tops my list, Spencer, I don't know if 250 years, like, I don't know if that would be enough time, but I feel like it would, I would be, I would be getting close. I'd probably be stretching it, but I think in 250 years, I could read Jerusalem yeah. front, to, front to back. I think I could finally finish that book. Page a day. Page a day. Oh, God. No, that would have to be over, the, I would have to be 1,200 years old. It was a page a day, probably. Well, I'd start with my book collection. I, I would go through, like, the Count of Monte Cristo, Anna Karenina, uh, probably still not. But I can say, that's is, is, that, would, is that stuff you want to read though? Well, it's. I mean, I'd figure at some point I would want to get. Well, Count of Monte Cristo, yes, Anacrena, maybe. Like some of that stuff on that shelf, I really want to get to. It's just like I have to be in the right mind frame. But I would imagine by my mid 150s, I'll be yeah. definitely in the right mind frame. Now, this answer you probably won't like because you'll think I just sound like a pompous douche. But I would probably try to master a few languages so yeah. I can read some of my favorite books in their in their actual like yeah. you know the native language how they were written uh because that might be a cool experience though just because of me i feel like 250 years would still not be enough yeah. like maybe to master one language but not enough to like irish for example i feel like that'd be really difficult i don't know though if you just had like say a solid 10 years to dedicate just to like that endeavor yeah. and you know you have so many years left um because i'm gonna assume in this situation you know when you're gonna die roundabouts you'd be like okay i'm gonna live to be two because if you didn't know when you're gonna die and you didn't know you're gonna be 250 yeah probably just be wasting your life and like dude i'm like 110 years old i look pretty good i don't know what's going on maybe i should fucking do something 
stop working at like a fucking Kmart or whatever is in the future. Not gonna be Kmart's in the future. There's not Kmart's now. No, no. It doesn't make a raging comeback. Super K. It's better than Special K. There's a lot of animes I'd watch. Yeah. I think you mentioned off air one, one like, piece. Yeah, one piece. That would pro- I would probably finally. I almost. The other day when I was at the bookstore, uh, and they expanded the the manga section, and I was looking through it, and they had like the first three volumes of the of the uh, One Piece, the manga, and the three in ones, yeah. and I was just like, oh, don't, no, 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 no. <laughs> I was like, don't you do You're it? You're <laughs> done with all comics if you go yeah. that route. Uh, well, what's what's on your list? What tops your list? I would, also there's a I fucking catch up on all the movies I always wanted to watch. Yeah. Um, like I would, you know, I would, um, a lot of it probably would be comic focused. Like I would read every Spider-Man comic that ever got put out. I would read Saga and that, uh, the fuck's the name of that? The Met- Metropolitan or something? Yeah. Metropolitan would be good. Uh, Saga, uh, you probably have to wait the 250 years. For it to get done? Yeah, because those, it's been on hiatus for like three, four mm. years now. It's something ridiculous like that, but... But yeah, I, you know, just, just things like that. Every appearance that he was ever in, like, you know what I mean? Because it's not like I have to go and get, like, the actual issue. They reprint all that, that stuff all the time now. So, mm-hmm. like, I can just read that. You know, it's not I don't have to read the original. I just want to read the story. You know, just th- things like that. Um, They would probably be sure. I, I'd probably watch, like, every Doctor Who. Yeah. There's a shit ton of those. I already want to do that, but it, there's so many. What kind of writing would you get done? Fuck are we talking about that? Okay. <laughs> Good point. Touche. I might, fi- might finally have a book out by the time I die. Here's an issue, Spencer. In this scenario, we'll say we're in our own universes here. Yeah. So are you the only one in your fantasy scenario here that gets to live that long? Or is there other people? Because if there's other people, then all of a sudden you might have a fucking Stephen King. Well, you're never yeah. going to catch up yeah. then. I would like to say everybody can live as long as I can. But then, no, in this scenario, fuck them. It's just me. Just you. Just me. Good. Yeah. I, I don't like that scenario. You'd rather have... It makes me feel anxious, like, oh, shit, I have all this time. I need to accomplish all this. And I feel <laughs> like I would just waste decades. Just decades. Probably end up doing a lot of drugs, honestly. Like, it's up, like you figure by, like, 100-something, you'd be like, oh, fucking life is so boring now. Well, I mean... I've I... watched everything, read everything I wanted. I'm just going to do hard drugs. Well, I think you could still die, or like you know what I mean. Like you know, if you well, that'd be the point. Yeah, <laughs> the hard drugs, but I just end it in a cool way. Just need to be over morphine overdose. You know what would suck about living to a two hundred and fifty? Like we read something that's from like the seventeen or eighteen hundreds, and sometimes that's difficult. Yeah, if we're two hundred and twenty years old, imagine just like trying to read a Mark Twain or something. Or, like the language had changed so dramatically by then that it probably wouldn't make much sense to you. It'd be like reading something from fucking medieval England, you yeah. know, or like the Canterbury Tales or something. And what, even like, say you want to go back to one of your favorite Stephen King books, you would understand it, like in the references and stuff, because yeah. you lived through that time period. But anybody else, like, they probably wouldn't get most of it. When you said that, my thing merely going to, like, so say we start, like, we start now. So we got another, like, 200 and, like, you know, like, 30 or 20 years, you know, before we die. Mm-hmm. Imagining what what maybe trying to read new fiction then mm-hmm. would be, because you'd just be like, what? 
Flippity dippity do what? This makes no sense to me. Even though I've been around, what happened to my good old days? I feel like at some point you would just become completely disassociated with the world if you lived that long and how things change and how fast they're already changing. Like right now, I'm just like, oh, that fucking bullshit. These kids today are so stupid. They, they're not funny. Their humor is garbage. It's no, it's, maybe it's not. I just might be old man. Might be old man Caleb at 34 years old who thinks <laughs> these like stand-up comics now are just fucking garbage. Maybe they're not garbage. Maybe I'm garbage. <laughs> maybe my sense of humor is warped because I was fucking, you know, brought up in the 90s and watched <laughs> Ren and Stimpy and shit when I was a kid. And nowadays, kids don't have stuff like that. They have like, you know, not offensive TV shows. I like to think we're all a little bit garbage. Oh, everybody's garbage. Listeners, DPW wants you to know, and this comes from the heart, we think... You are a little bit garbage. <laughs> Not all garbage, just a little bit. Everybody's a little, a little bit, bit garbage. garbage. You want to you wanna be a little bit garbage. Mr. Rogers had no garbage. No. I would say out of all the men and women and anything else that's ever existed on this planet, Mr. Rogers and probably a lot of dogs, not garbage. Yeah. Innocent, loyal, you know. Cats. That's, cats all garbage. Not all cats are garbage. I saw a video of a cat save a little boy from a... Nope, that was a dog that saved the boy from a cat. <laughs> that sounds you know about right, yeah. I'm sure there's hero cats out there somewhere. I've had good cats growing up, but they all bite. If you you can make them bite. It's not hard. My cat. Look, I got matching. I, I <laughs> nice. Look, it doesn't look like I was fucking Jesus. Like with the, a little bit, yeah. Like, I got matching wounds on both of my palms in the exact same spots on different days where she just mauled me for no reason. Folks don't know, I have a bad cat. Um... But anyway, yeah, that's what that's what we would do. So uh, Caleb would read Jerusalem. That would take 250 years, and you would uh, read a bunch of other stuff. Yeah, read, watch stuff. I would like to think I would be a better person. Like, if I knew I had that long to live, I think I would do a lot more cool stuff. Uh, but, but if we start to work for a living and shit, maybe not. Oh, but imagine the end. Imagine, like, the last, like, 10 or 15 years. I don't think our brains are equipped to handle living so long. I think we would be oversaturated with so much knowledge and so much, you know, just the entertainment and everything we've had, that we would just probably start forgetting everything. Oh, and yeah. It would just be overloaded. Like, you, you only got so much space. Well, I mean, just even people now getting to 80 to 90. Yeah. So, and I mean, in this fancy world, I'm sure, with the technology and everything, that would help, you know, like, with the body. But, yeah, but still, yeah, you we have trouble people now not being able to right be present the whole time that they're around, unfortunately. We'll end with this, Spencer. If you could have some kind of matrix technology where you can implant the information right into your brain, would you do that? Would you binge your whole entire One Piece anime and the, the mangas by just implanting it in your brain? And then just knowing it? And just knowing it. But how enjoyable would that be? Mm. That would be cool for like, oh, I want to learn Kung Fu. I want to learn languages, like, you know, things that are useful but when it came to entertainment, like reading books, watching TV shows, yeah, you have the information. But think about after you watch a show or read a book and you just think back on it. Yeah. It's not the same as reading the book. It would It would probably be like a trial basis it, on some things. Like, like everything on the, that shelf right shelf, there? I'd be like, yeah, like just so give me the knowledge so I know about it, so I can talk about it, so I can understand it. But my Stephen King books, I would actually want to read and, and enjoy those. Now, what if the technology was more advanced? So, say you read The Stand, when you implanted it into your brain, it's not like just reading the book. You were 
photographically know every part of that book. So not only can you just bring it back at will, but maybe you can even see it like a movie, like how Ooh. speed readers do where yeah. they, they envision the book as a movie. Like that'd be pretty yeah, cool. I'd li- I would like that. That would be pretty cool. You are listening to the Drunken Pen Writing Podcast. I'm your host, Caleb James. With me today, Spencer, the Portland Penis Pumper Church. Ooh. Where did you think I was going to go, Portland? I don't know. Is it at least mine, or is it <laughs> Okay, you could be the Portland Penny Pincher. That would be is more... that better? That'd be more accurate. You don't pump penis? <laughs> at least your own? <laughs> Whatever. Jerk. Well, well I never. Well, I do declare. <laughs> So, you wanted to discuss Kevin Smith. Well, just the... How, how, how he lost a lot of weight, and now yes. he looks a little strange. No, no, no. No? No, that's a different episode. Like his head got, like, weirdly Weird. shaped. Very thin. He did get very thin. The, well, I think the issue is he still wears the big clothes. Well, no, well, he doesn't wear the hockey jerseys anymore and But stuff. he still wears big clothes. Bigger clothes, yeah. Well, because he got all the loose body stuff. Does he? Well, I mean, if you were that big and you got that small. I guess. I don't know. We're not talking about that. A few weeks ago, from the recording of this, uh, Stephen or um, Kevin Smith's uh, new uh, Masters of the Universe cartoon came out on Netflix, and it got some heat. It got some heat for a couple things, and I think a couple things could be valid, and a couple things are not valid, which I think could uh, we could have an interesting conversation and go down some rabbit holes on some things. Well, um, I must be uh, upfront with you, sir. I was not a He-Man fan growing up because it was before me. Yes. My brother was the He-Man fan, and he had all the action figures. And I remember being a little kid going, why are these guys all, like, naked? Like, what (laughs) is it? But then I got into wrestling, so it wasn't a big deal (laughs) because the wrestling toys are pretty much the same. Pretty much. But the He-Man toys definitely looked a little more homoerotic. Yeah. I don't know if it was the haircut, the tan. Actually, still wrestling. It's the (laughs) same thing. Go on. Because people were mad because literally like uh, like a, a couple months before it, it came out, there were some rumors that He-Man wasn't going to be the main focus. It was going to be one of the, like, the female characters. Because like, you are more than a big He-Man guy right. myself, but I'm a big, I'm a Kevin Smith fanboy, so... I listen to like all his podcasts and stuff, so I, you know, I know uh, all the stuff that he's that he's been, you know, that he's been working on and stuff like that. And he's like, you know, no, that, uh, you know, no, it's He Man and stuff. And then whenever he spoilers for the, you know, for the first half of this season, but uh, he, him, and and Skeletor die in the first episode, and people like I, they felt like he lied to them. Yeah, there was actually a guy that I worked with who's a couple years older than us who was a He Man fan. And he was like, the show's good, but Kevin Smith's a fucking liar. Mm. And I'm just like, well, he couldn't if if he told you that nobody would have watched it. Because yeah. people just would have been fucking mad. And he's like, but yeah, but, you know, he made it seem like, but I was like, but the, the, the name of the show is Masters of the Universe. It doesn't right. have He-Man in it at all. And then even in, you know, after all this happened in, in, a, in a podcast, he, you know, he stated like, this is also a mystical, magical land. I'm sure He-Man he will not back, be yeah. gone forever. Like, Well, it's like if you had a Ninja Turtles movie coming out and everyone got pumped for it. 
But then at the very beginning, the Ninja Turtles get killed, and then you just have a flashback to when fucking Master Splinter was growing up and how he became Master Splinter. Well, that could be a good movie and very interesting because Master Splinter's cool. It's not the movie you wanted to see. Yeah, it's not what they sold you. Yeah, it's not what they sold you. And then if they bring us, you know, have a a sequel, then the the turtles come back. It was like, okay, but I was I wanted them at the beginning. So what I could figure we could talk about not so much just this this general instance, but I thought it brought it could bring up a cool construction of like because you know as we write we might have to take you know writing. I I know immediately one of my goals is I want to you know I would like to write some comics. Yeah. So you're writing. You're working with other people's property you know what i mean yeah other people's properties you get to put your spin and your kind of take on it hopefully well for a good instance i would love to be able to do a crow comic yeah because i'm a crow fan and i think i could do it justice but like your point was before we got on air how would the fans take it if you decide because you don't want to that's the, that's what you get with the uh, the Star Wars problem, like the J.J. Abrams Star Wars. Yeah. is like, are you just rehashing the original one that everyone liked and then just updating it? Or are you going to go in an original direction and, you know, you might have to make some big mm. changes? I feel like the fans are going to be mad either way. You're yeah. going to have some who like, you know, a good portion will like either way. And a good portion are going to be mad because, you know, it's either, oh, this is the same thing. Though. I wanted something different. And then if you make something different, oh, they change too much. Well, and it, and, and, and it depends because as far as you bring up the Star Wars, nobody hates a Star Wars movie like a Star Wars yeah. fan. Because like, like you just said, like in the with these new ones, the first one, I was just a rehash of the New Hope. They didn't. They just did the same thing. The second movie, they went completely different. Completely nothing like a no Star Wars movie you ever seen. They're like, that's fucking sucked. <laughs> so it's just like, what do you want? But like I said, like I think of uh, like the aspect dealing with the expectation of fans mm-hmm. and trying to deal with that criticism and how it could affect your work and 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 stuff like that. I thought those could be cool things to talk about. Well, here's one thing. You're never going to make the fans happy. No. Because even if you're the original creator of a property, say George Lucas came out and did a new Star Wars movie. He <laughs> did Prequels! It. Prequels! Now, he did a new Star Wars movie that's set in the timeline and everything that everyone wants with the fucking characters they all like that are still alive, that haven't yeah. died yet. People will still shit on it. Oh, yeah. Even though it's his property. Or if you're the original creator, and they really hate this, when you retcon something. Yeah. When you go back and you change something from the original... Or you reboot something like if a Sam Raimi does a new, you know, Evil Dead movie, but he did like how they did the re. I like the remake. We'll get into my personal feelings on like reboots and stuff yeah. in a minute, but like they did the remake of Evil Dead, and but it wasn't Sam Raimi who did it. It yeah. didn't have Ash. It had a character like Ash, but it wasn't you know specifically Ash saving the day. Uh, it went more with the well, female lead. I was gonna say I don't think that might have. That's pissed people, people off, too. Off too but... Well, same with He-Man is because it was the female character that apparently took the shine, and you know that upsets people. That's for that's a different conversation. There's a lot of misogyny and stuff yeah. too that you have to overlook sometimes. But say like the Sam Raimi though came back and did an Evil Dead movie, but did, still didn't know Bruce Campbell didn't have the character Ash that everyone likes. He just decided I want to do an Evil Dead, but I want to explore this book in another place, another yeah. cabin, or another maybe in a city. You know, fucking Predator 2 style. Like, we're yeah. switching everything up, but I'm still, this my property. You know, I did this. You're going to have a lot of people still very mad about that. Would, you're not going to be able to make them happy. And, and that's the thing. Even if it's really good, you're still going to have a section of people that just don't like change. I would be interested to go into a time machine to see what people of 
of Evil Dead thought when Army of Darkness originally came out because that's like completely different. Yeah, it's from real. Those, far, it's from more those first two movies, so it's more of like a comedy. But uh, now, now everybody just loves loves it with the things. But I wonder, like, when it came out, people were like, "What kind of dog shit is this?" You know what's a fucking perfect example of what you're talking about? Nobody really liked the It miniseries. It fucking sucked. Tim yeah. Curry was great. Yeah. Every other part of that was really stupid. That was it was corny. It was '90s. It wasn't very good. When it came out, like the year it came out, some people were like, "Oh, this is kind of you know, it's okay because it, it you know wasn't dated yet." But even then, like people were still it, like, "This isn't that good." It did what it was supposed to do. Yeah. It, it scaled small children of the time. Yeah. But anybody. But over, the adults watching it, it was like, oh, "This is stupid." Or like even I'm. I'm sure once you got into like nine to double digits there, it probably wasn't scary for you. Right. But if you were little watching that, it'd creep you the fuck out. Yeah, but it wasn't aimed for little kids to watch well, out as far as I know. But my point is, nobody really, it wasn't popular. That yeah. wasn't like someone was like, oh, that's some great thing. Until they decided to do the movie, and then all of a sudden, everyone's comparing the Pennywise yeah. to Tim Curry's Pennywise. You know, Bill Skarsgård, I think he did amazing job as yeah. Pennywise. I really, I enjoyed the movie, but they, you know, they critiqued every fucking thing and then the second movie came out, critiqued everything compared to the, well, the first one was still better. You didn't like the first one. Admit yeah. it. You probably didn't even watch it. Most people that watched the It movie weren't even old enough to really remember that movie. They just yeah. remember Tim Curry in the goofy clown suit. We all suit. float down here, fat boy. Yeah. Like, that's what you remember are the scenes. You don't, if you actually watch the miniseries, 90% of it was garbage. Yeah. It wasn't good. The only good parts were fucking Tim Curry when he was up. And he was only in like a little bit of the, the show, the fucking miniseries. So that happens all the time is people don't like a, an original or something that much. But then when they redo it, now all of a sudden they got this nostalgia. That wasn't even there. Yeah. It wasn't like it was some grand thing. Like they did that with The Shining when they uh, were going to make Dr. Sleep. Now, everyone criticized Dr. Sleep because they didn't call it The Shining 2. Which the book is Doctor Sleep, yeah. But they didn't call it The Shining Two, or you know, make any real mention of it being The Shining Two. So a lot of people didn't know it was the sequel, and they said that was like a bad promotional thing. But if they did make it The Shining Two, or you know, made it Doctor Sleep, and then had the sequel to The Shining, yeah. like made that a main point in the thing, a lot of people would all of a sudden be like, oh well, they fucking oh they had to make a second one thirty something years mm -hmm. later, and then they would probably shit on the movie, and it was a really really good movie. The book and the movie were yeah. both really good. If you want to go back to the previous thing here of taking over a property. So, you know, if you were... You see them mostly in comics. Yeah. But, like, the comic book movies, for example, all the Marvel movies and something, whoever's directing that and whoever's writing the screenplay, they're taking somebody else's characters. It's yeah. not... Jack Kirby ain't coming back nope. and doing... You know, he's not involved, so... You uh, have all these characters, and it's up to... Like, the Hulk is a good example. A lot of people don't like how he's portrayed in the Marvel movies. I agree I, to an extent. Like, well, I understand. Well, what about, like... I liked Smart Hulk. I thought Smart, Smart Hulk was cool. My favorite Hulk is, uh, you know, the Hulk that's just destroying everything. Well, yeah. I mean, I don't mind Smart Hulk, and I... I didn't have a problem with the Hulk. My only problem with the Hulk was he never got his retribution after getting beat up by Thanos. Yes. They should at least give him one good fucking punch. That's all they needed. They didn't have to go crazy. Just in the end game, just have him fucking come out and double hammer fist Thanos. And then, you know, maybe somebody else comes in or something. But they didn't give him any kind of... All they gave him was like a fucking, you know, like a polio arm. It wasn't yeah. cool. But if you were taking over a franchise or you're doing... We'll, we'll scale it down. Just a comic series. 
Spider-Man's one of your favorite characters yeah. of all time. If you were going to do a Spider-Man run and you're going into that and they're, you know, they assign you either Peter Parker or Miles Morales, like the big name Spider-Man, yeah. what are you going to do with this character? Are you going to just stick to a story that you would think would work and you're not going to experiment too much? Or are you going to make a big change? I would. Because uh, uh, they'll give you small parameters. Hey. This Spider-Man doesn't die. Yeah. Um. Or the Spider-Man does die. Like they'll they'll probably tell you what you know where the story in the future might be going no. or something. Now, like again, it depend. Like if they're like, hey, we're gonna give you two years on Spider-Man. Do whatever you like. You know what I mean? So like, yeah, that I would probably try to have an overarching storyline. Like you know what I mean? To and then to where I can also have like small things built in between that to break it up. But if they're just like, hey, we need you to do a fill-in arc, you know what I mean? I'm honestly not going to go in and just blow everything up because they, yeah. wouldn't, they wouldn't let me. I think with a lot of that stuff, you have to try to, like you do almost with any kind of writing, you have to write it for yourself. Yeah. You know what I mean? Kind of tell the story you'd want to read. That's always the way I look at it. And especially with this pop pop culture stuff, a lot of people working on these things all kind of fans mm. or passing like you know knowledgeable like and that was like another thing they were like oh like you know kevin smith was saying before like he was a big he uh, he man fan but if you looked at a thing a couple years ago he said that he wasn't mm. and it's like i've like i said i've listened to a lot of them where he said like and he said before he wasn't like a huge fan but like he watched it whenever because it was like well, i saw his post saying how big of a he man yeah. fan was when it came out that he was gonna be making this so yeah i was like i didn't know he wasn't that big of a he man fan yeah. so he's kind of that's cap yeah. It's all cap, man. But again, though, you're going to want to be like, hey, I just got the gig for writing He-Man. Money! Uh, like, but I don't know shit about it, or I didn't like it, but... But Kevin Smith's the kind of guy I feel like would really go and watch all the He-Man and have yeah. all the source material. And he's not the only... He's only the showrunner. Like, yeah. They got... He, I mean, like, he is in charge of the writing. He did some writing, but they have other writers and stuff like that. Well, here's where I understand Kevin Smith. Like, I didn't watch the show, so I, mean, I don't yeah, know, I but I did know the controversy of... Uh, what's her name? Uh, Tina or... Uh, t- t- yeah, something with a T. Tina or something. or something like that. The female character... Like I said, I didn't watch the original. I know He-Man... Uh, Skeletor. Yeah. That, that's, and is there a cat guy? No, that was Thundercats. Yeah. I yeah. watched Thundercats when I was a little kid more than I never I never watched He-Man, actually. I watched Thundercats. My, like I said, my brother had the toys. That's my only role in Skeletor's laugh. <laughs> like, but anyway. You know who I'm really wondering who, who really... The main person I want to know what they feel about this. I want to know what our man Giovanni feels about this. Ooh, my goodness. Giovanni, he's probably. Uh, you, I, I feel like he has strong feelings. Do, do you kind of just want to go to that shitty bakery in in uh in Cleveland? Cleveland. <laughs> like, Giovanni, what do you think of the He Man? Ah, I thought he was a Thundercats guy. That's what, what he was. was it Thundercats? It was Thundercats. Oh. It wasn't He Man. He didn't care about He Man. No, Giovanni's safe for now until they do like a fucking uh you know gender swap Thundercats or something Ooh. that would piss him off. They're they're cats. Can they be? I mean, I guess they can. And no, we're not talking about Thundercats. Here's where I understand uh, where Kevin Smith might be coming from, though. Like, I didn't know what his ideas were going into creating this show or anything, but if I was to say take over a Spider-Man or some kind of comic, if it's in a universe that has a lot of great villains and side characters, I personally, rather than just focusing on building that main character that everybody knows, so it's going to be kind of hard to really change up Batman too much without pissing somebody off, but the side characters and the other characters in the stories, you can bring them up. Yeah, you could do like you could put like a little twist on yeah. Two Face or the or the Riddler or something. Mm-hmm. 
Or you could do like what uh, some movies have done where they take a character nobody really gave a shit about and then made them really cool. Yeah. Or like the whole Guardians of the Galaxy, for instance. Right. Nobody really cared about them, but then they made the movies. They made them all characters that you really liked. And like a big fucking tree monster. So that's stupid. This says I am Groot. Yeah. And a talking raccoon. Like that's dumb. But they made it really entertaining and it worked. So I that's I think a good way to go would be to build up those side characters, which it sounds like this He Man is with. Uh, yeah. Kevin Smith did. He had the female. I think again, it's just because it's a female lead. But I also heard people say she's just really whiny and annoying mm. of a character. So it might just be a character flaw because uh, you do have to remember. Wow, in this generation where when they gender swap or race swap, you have like the fucking you know neck beards who you shouldn't be changing. They blah blah blah, and they get all pissed off. You also have a lot of people who either wanted those changes or just kind of like us who was just like, it's a new take. I don't care. Yeah. There, um, will, there will be another He-Man thing yeah. not too far down the road that yeah. might be that might be closer to the thing you that like. I traditionally enjoy just but, off the bat. Because like my, my buddy I was telling you about, he said that he liked the show, but he was still mad at Kevin Smith from lying about it. And he did have some, because I guess after that death, I guess... Like, after it happened, like, the next episode or whatever, they don't give you any time frame of how long, like, you know, it yeah. could have been a couple of weeks, months, years, like, okay, that's a legitimate complaint, I understand that, he had a complaint about some of the voice acting, that's legitimate, yeah. but, like, I just think, like, a lot of times people are just looking for something, like, okay, I'm a big Totos fan, and those last couple of Toto movies were not the greatest movies. But whenever I did go see them, I did enjoy watching them fucking flip around. And they had fucking Krang. They yeah, had Krang. They like, I would never have thought I would have seen Krang, Bebop, or Rocksteady. You know what I mean? I will give you this, because you've seen a lot of really shit movies, Fantastic Four reboot, that... Bloodshot. You, bloodshot. <laughs> that, for the most part, you always look at the positives. Because yeah. I asked you how the Fantastic Four movie was. And you're like, you know what? That was really good for a while. Then they just, like, blew their load and fucked yeah. it all up. And, good until they got their powers. Yeah. No, I don't remember you particularly saying anything nice about Bloodshot. You just said it was, like, average, mediocre yeah. action movie. But usually you look on the bright side, and I think it's the way to do it. Because I, I have this discussion in a horror group I'm in before, because everyone on that group was, like... If you like certain movies, they'll just shit on you for liking them, or they just always are really negative. And I'm like, no, you know what? I mean, I saw that movie, and I see what you're saying about this and that, but I still, I thought it had some good elements, or you know, bring up the positives. Well, that's like another thing because, like I said, I've listened to a lot of Kevin Smith podcasts, and he always gets accused of like, lady, just liking the Marvel movies or the DC movies because like they're paying him or they're giving him stuff to do. Mm. And he's like, no, I'm just, I talk about the things that I enjoy and that I like. If I'm not talking about something like on the podcast or whatever, the chances are I saw it or read it and I didn't and like it. So why take the yeah. energy to put, just talk about the things that you like like to like talk about? Well, here's especially some- when you're not gonna have a um, constructive or like a legitimate like complaint. Le- complaint, like you know what I mean. Like I said with my, you buddy, always see people just say it sucked. Yeah, and you don't have it doesn't help anything. Especially now since we've try to start this writing thing and the podcast and the websites like i definitely try to give people a bit of a break whenever i go to read their things or watch their stuff because just at it's this mo- easy. at this small level is completely it's fucking extremely difficult so could you imagine yeah. like writing for the flash tv show yeah there's gonna be a couple shit episodes but fucking just enjoy <laughs> that you get to see this guy run around and save people he's very fast something to remember 
when before you criticize something, even if it's like a big blockbuster movie or something, is there's a lot of unseen people that you don't even realize who, you know, the guys who wrote it, who work together, how many hours they put in. Like some people work really hard on stuff. And a lot of the times it's not even them that changes yeah. it to make the movie, like especially movies. Usually it's some fucking asshole producers come in and yeah. then, you know, the executives who just want to come in and input their creativity. That's what happened to the Fantastic Four movie. Yeah. Because wasn't that just kind of like a sci-fi movie? Yeah. Because the director went into a unique uh, direction with the movie. Now, some people were a little off about the casting because it changes some of the... Uh, oh, but that was fine, though. Yeah, that's the thing. Most people didn't watch it to even, you know... They complained about it, but they didn't watch it to see if there's any validity to their complaints. But... From what I understand, the producer just had a completely different idea for how like, they wanted the ending, and then yeah. it ended up the director got mad, and it just it, it shit the bed at the end. Uh, so a lot of times when you complain about something, it's not even the creators who fucked it up. Yeah, It was a bunch of other moving parts. Now, if it's like a book, well, even then, sometimes the publisher, you know, they, they, they want a writer to change so many things in their book to make it more appealing to the masses. Ooh, I can't tell you how many times that... I've been like reading a comic book series or whatever, and a writer's been doing stuff, and they just they abruptly leave, or like it's going along and it gets kind of wonky, and they leave, and it's like later you find out like, yeah, I had this story, they said I could do it, so far into it, they wanted me to change things to do, yeah. and they're like, you know what, never mind, dude, I'm just I'm not gonna I'm not gonna do it. I'll do a couple of issues just so I'm not leaving you in a hole. You can mm. try to find somebody, and I can kind of wrap it up or whatever. But like, there's like, yeah, a lot of a lot of shit like that. Well, a lot of times uh, there will be like an author, a movie maker, you know, whatever kind of creator who uh, ends up getting accused when they become mainstream of uh, selling out. Yeah, like you see this with musicians a lot too. It's like, oh, they sold out, man. Now they're making popular albums. Now you know they changed their style. This this writer, he's changing the way he's now he's trying to appeal more to, you know, satiate all readers and he's not being as controversial. You got a movie maker. She wrote movies that are unabashedly feminist themes and stuff. And now she's watered it down and is making romantic comedies. Yeah. That's understandable. Like to get mad about that. But a lot of the times, like people either just change or uh, you get roped into deals where you kind of have to do stuff. Or you just, you need a job. Yeah, that's the thing. Like, you need a job. That's what sells. That's a formula that works. So it's hard to really bash somebody for, you know, if they're changing things. And I tell you, you don't know why they change. Yeah. Maybe they didn't really like what they were doing originally, or maybe it was just like a, you know, artistic phase. Uh, but I will say, and this, you know, people hate them, love them, whatever. Quentin Tarantino it's always a Quentin Tarantino. Like, he doesn't change who he is no. or how he makes his movies. Now, can you have a Quentin Tarantino come up now? No. Uh, probably man. not. They would probably have to come up writing fucking, like, you know, uh, what's the guy's name that did the Joker? Phillips? Uh, uh, Tom Phillips? Todd Phillips. Todd Phillips, Todd yeah. Phillips. He did, because he started making comedies. Yeah, you know? he he, did. that's the hangover guy. Yeah. So sometimes, like, now, because it's flipped a script here now, it used to be, like, you get a lot of these indie uh, movie makers and stuff, and indie Clive Barker types doing fucked up shit, and then they get a little bit of a cult following, and then they go on to do more mainstream stuff. Now it's switched. Now it's, you kind of got to do corny mainstream stuff 
think of uh, Chris Evans and not another teen movie. Yeah. You know, you do a lot of shit movies when you're an up and coming actor, but then when you make it, you can start like, being, sh- you know, pick your movies. Again, and stuff. because you're just, you're just trying to get your name out yeah. there. You're just trying to get some gigs. So it makes sense. Like a Todd Phillips, if he, you know, Hey, I got this script for a hangover. It's comedy. They're going to pay me how much? I'll fucking do it. All right. I'll make it as funny as I can. I'm going to do three of these stupid motherfuckers. <laughs> you know, I'll work my way. Well, no, honestly, it probably was just, it was really just the first one. It had to be. There's no way, like, whenever that idea was originated, yeah, there, there was be, no more, yeah. That there would be a, a, a sequel, let alone a, a, a trilogy of these that things. That first one is a classic, though. It, I love it that is movie. good. And then. The other one's pretty dumb. Yeah. They get increasingly stupider, like most of those kind of franchises. But it, it is interesting to see, like, these uh, creators who, nowadays, because they can't offend anybody and stuff, they, because uh, you see, like, you know, like the Miley Cyrus types, singers especially. They always come out so bubblegum pop-like. And then, you know, even back... It goes with, like, the whole Madonna thing. It's like, all of a sudden, I gotta change my image. So you get, like, you know, Britney Spears. Not so innocent. And then she's, I'm a slave for you. And then you get, like, you know, your Ariana Grande, who's on fucking Disney Channel. They're all on Disney. Demi yeah, Lovato, all, Ariana. Stop on Disney. They're all on Disney Channel. They appeal to fucking kids. And then you know what they do when they hit their 20s? Miley Cyrus and all these fucking... They, they start talking about fucking. Yeah. They start singing about fucking. That's what it always is. Ariana Grande got that new song. It's like, fuck me till the daylight. Like, man, you were on the Disney Channel. What are you doing? I don't care if you sing about that. I'm just, no. I'm just saying, usually you got to get established before you can change your image and do what you really want. So in the writing world, if you're writing uh, books and stuff, like you'll see a lot of uh, up and coming comic book writers who, you know, they might get hooked on like smaller properties. Yeah. Like, well, not Fantastic Four now, but you know. I don't even know. Do they? How many fucking side characters do they do anymore? I feel like I don't see too many. You know, uh, but like the Moon Knights and the Punisher. Yeah, that's like what that I'm saying. Like I don't, I don't remember. I mean, I know there's still some, but the like Ghost Rider and stuff. Yeah. But anyway, usually, guys will start off. You know, like comic book writers and artists, they'll start off getting. You know, once they're, I don't know how they get it. That's the trick is getting established enough where you get to at least get those gigs. Yeah. But we're just skipping a couple steps here. So. What's weird is like you start your own indie stuff. You yeah. work your way up till you get to that level, and then once you get to that level, you double back down to your creator own stuff yeah. because you have your following from that, and you're like, "Hey, come buy this stuff where I get all of the money from yeah. it, other than whatever the fucking Walmart or what Disney yeah. pills off for you at the end of the day." Think of like like a Brian Wood or somebody who you know started off doing like he did like Channel Zero and he yeah. did his own indie stuff. Then he started doing what's like stuff for Marvel. I think he did X Men or something. Yeah, yeah, X-Men did a bunch stuff. of stuff, made his money, became a name, and then once he became a name, he went back and he started doing fucking kick ass indie stuff. And then he became like a sexual deviant yeah. or something. That's how it always goes. But uh, but hey, he got a new TV show coming out that looks kind of good. Does he? The the Wild Oh wait, no, that's that's that's, that, that's Cave On. I'm yeah. thinking, uh, but they they are working on um. DMZ. Uh, yeah, DMZ. I don't know who's doing it or whatever, but they are working on it. And I think also another thing to point out is like very rarely anybody who's trying to create and put anything out there, they're not trying to do a shit job. No. For the most part. You you'll have some Unless of you're those... trying to get fired on purpose from a fucking deal you're in, like you'll get that, people getting bad book deals and stuff, and it's like, I gotta get out of this fucking thing. Let me do a shit job on purpose. Uh then they'll they'll fire me, hopefully. A lot of times that backfires though, like musicians get fucking roped in these deals. And instead of just getting fucking shit can, the record company will be like, you know what? You just can't release no more music, no. buddy. <laughs> like going back to what we were saying earlier. So say you uh, 
you know, you took them. They're rebooting a Fantastic Four. Yeah. They want to focus on the thing. They want to do a eight issue run on the thing. Who's the guy to do it? Spencer Church. This guy. They saw his fucking work on Space War Story, the yes. graphic novel. <laughs> they saw his uh fucking animated series, Daily Round. Yes. Now they want a fucking thing, and they want him to do it. What kind of thing story are you telling, Spencer? Are you just going clobber in time classic thing? Or are you going to try to not necessarily reinvent, but maybe revamp? Because he hasn't been out there for a while. The fans haven't been getting a lot of thing action, like not a good... They need more I, thing. Like he hasn't been a main character. Yeah. I would tell the thing. It would be a lot of um, more down to earth because yes, he's a big he's a big rock monster, but he's the most human out of the group. Mm-hmm. He's just a pilot. Like you know what I mean. Yeah. He's not super smart. He's not a genius. Like you know what I mean. He's just he was a friend who could fly a spaceship and he got turned into a rock and like he has a very the character is also very rooted, like in his community, mm-hmm. uh, with the the Yank Street gang or whatever the the street that he grew up on. Because also, a lot of people don't know this, but the the thing's Jewish. Yeah, he's Jewish. So I would have to probably do some looking up on that. I would probably like to to play with that a little because he actually got he got married recently and he had the yarmulke on yeah. and they stepped on the thing, which I thought that that was kind of cool. But yeah, I would I would tell a, a more basic kind of story, but I would also have you know some big fight things or you know like. So you're gonna still tell that. a thing story with him being the thing. You're not doing a before the thing or a thing who lost his powers and is no longer the thing. No, because I mean, let's be you honest. You feel like still gonna sell? It's gotta be the thing. Yeah, nobody gives nobody gives a shit about Ben Grimm as just a normal human being. Like no, everybody they want to see the thing clobbering stuff and and you know punching things and stuff. I mean. Maybe, depending on the story, you could do, like, a flashback or whatever. Yeah. Um, like a c- concurrent story. Like, you have one, like, the flashback goes along with the regular story, yeah. so you can kind of show. Yeah, and they kind of play off of each other. Um, so maybe you could show him being discriminated as a Jewish man, and then him discriminated as a rock monster. Yeah. Uh, ooh, it would be a really kind of cool thing is if he was helping out a Jewish community, and you could almost kind of go with, like, that, that golem. Yeah. kind of thing because yeah, he fits that like you know that that physical description mm. uh, but yeah because they, they they've done a thing they, they've done a retcon in the Fantastic Four recently where it was actually Reed's kid and some other super smart kids they made up this formula that he could drink that for like I think it's like a week maybe two weeks once a year he turns back down to his normal mm. normal self and then he turns back to to the thing but again, I don't know. I probably would probably stay away from that, probably, just because that's also a thing that people like to play with and, and stuff like that. But You know where I'm going right off the bat? Time machine, Jewish thing, punching Hitler in the face. Oh. Fucking Hitler in the face with yeah. his big rock cock. Oh, so he's not going to be wearing pants in yours? Uh, they won't be on long. You know what? I'm not going to talk about the thing's cock, but <laughs> I will say... So a lot of ideas you could go there, but it's always interesting is because I think a lot of fans don't think of this, too. Like, it's always, oh, you know, if I was writing this, I did. But they never really think of the logistics yeah. of if I was writing this, you know, it's always, oh, yeah, they sh- what they should have did was this, this and this. But they never you're not thinking generally the whole story arc, you know, yeah. you're not thinking how things are going to pan out, what the reception would be. Most of the time, that's just fans trying to fix plot holes and stuff. Well, because uh, well, a lot of times, like, because, you know, you uh, at the comic book store, you get into people getting into talks and, like, slight arguments and stuff like that. 
And a lot of times what I like to try to do is they bring up a certain thing and I'll be like, well, what would you have done? And they're like, well, you know, uh, what a, he, he would have swung or, you know, Green Goblin or whatever. And it's like, yeah, but you don't, that's not a, you know what yeah. I mean? That's a couple pages, like, you know. Yeah. It's like, for instance, you know, oh, I, they killed the Green Goblin in this issue and they shouldn't have did that. Well, then what would you have done? Well, they should have stretched it on. And then, okay, but if they stretch it on and you still got fucking 20 more issues of the series... Are you just going to continue the Greek Goblin story arc now or something? Like, you didn't really say how you were going to end the story arc, or are you not going to end the story? Like, people don't, they don't want to think ahead that far, generally. It's not movies. I guess it can be a little more succinct, like you can wrap it up a little more. But even so, like, you know, people are like, oh, in Endgame, the Hulk should have got the, but that's like a fucking three and a half hour movie. Like, how much more movie do you want to add? Right. I mean, I would have taken, I would have took another three and a half hours. Yeah. But that's the thing people don't seem to understand is like they want to do all, oh Justice League should oh then they put out a four hour Justice League movie but well they should have still did this and that then what are you taking out yeah what do you get like or, you have a certain amount of time you don't just get unlimited time for this shit what I always like to use that as an example or something like this is like the, the first Suicide Squad movie yes there as what they might make you believe there was another Suicide Squad movie that came out before this one that's about to come yeah. out <laughs> they're trying to hide that. Because that was not a good movie. Now, I have criticism about that, but also I have ideas of what they should have done to fix that movie. Well, apparently now they're trying to get the air cut out because uh, the director came out recently and said that they butchered the movie. Oh, yeah. And like like all that Hot Topic music shit, he said there was not a single popular song in the movie. Like that was just all they had. He said it had a regular three-arc structure, story-arc structure, like, the characters all had character arcs. People grew. Like, he said he had all this stuff, like a typical story. Yeah. And they just butchered, chopped, and fucking, I don't know. So, if there's an original. He said only, like, five people saw the original A or cut. I would like to see it. Yeah. Well, I just, the, the who they fu- who they fought in that first movie. That, Stupid. Well, just, that's not a suicide level, like, threat. Yeah. That's a Batman and Superman level threat. And we've shown that we showed Batman earlier in that movie. Where the fuck is Batman during this? Like, that's one big problem that should have been addressed. In that, like that villain should have just not been the villain. Yeah, Suicide Squad should be a villain that Batman and Superman wouldn't even bother with. Yeah, somebody that's not gonna well, be they, able to destroy a but like a main city well, or anything that they don't know about. It's they they have to take out yeah. some drug lord. That are, like, holding kids hostage or something. Like, you know what I mean? They if, got... the, if the fucking government's getting involved to solve this problem and they get a suicide... Why don't they just call Superman or somebody? Mm. Flash. There's a lot of superheroes in the DC Universe. You're telling me they're all indisposed at the moment? Yeah. Fuck. Get the Blue Beetle. Like, get somebody. Yeah. What's Wonder Woman doing? Lesbian stuff. Mm. I want to see Wonder Woman erotica movie. Ugh. I want to see a Wonder Woman movie. I don't want Gal Gadot, though. Despite she has a pretty face, but she's a thin lady, and I just don't see her as Wonder Woman. I want a Lucy Lawless Prime Xena yeah. as Wonder Woman. Like I want a buff lady, not necessarily meathead buff. Just you know, there's a lot of fit ladies out there. I feel like Gal Gadot doesn't I, look like she would hurt somebody. I I know, like seeing her off, like out of Wonder Woman stuff. 
I feel the same way, but somehow in the movies they 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 make it work sometimes. Like they, they make it a little better, but also I don't like her acting. It's very wooden. Oh, oh yeah. Like yeah, we talked she's... about the accent, but the accent would be fine if she was like a you know a competent actor. I just she's... feel she's very wooden. Yeah, she's not a um a very like has a wide range. Her of face things. doesn't have a lot of emotion. Yeah. She knows Garjo. No. Makes Garjo Wonder Woman. I'd be okay with that. I want her in everything. Yes. Like Scarjo. She's like a funny lady too. But you know what? I'm not a Wonder Woman fan anyway. I always thought the kid. Ca- I'm going to say it live on air. It gets you canceled, Spencer. If it gets me canceled. If it gets you canceled, I'm sorry. But I, you can't cancel me. I never thought Wonder Woman was a good character. Because her inception when Wonder Woman was created was to be kind of a submissive fantasy oh, dream. Oh, it was so weird. Tie her up. And, and That's her weakness is to get tied up and she had to wear that fuck. Like, well, how are you fighting battles in like a skirt? Like a mini skirt? Like, I just, like, that's impractical. I just, I never thought Wonder Woman was a good character. I'm fine with the idea of a strong Superman-esque female character. Yeah. I just don't think Wonder Woman's that character. I think you, during the New 52, and I haven't finished this run, I just fell off of it. But Brian Al- Alzarello, he's the writer of 100 Bullets and mm. some other stuff. He's done Batman things and a whole bunch of comic stuff. But he had a run of Wonder Woman, and it played with a lot of, like, the Greek god. Like, her, it ended up, like, she wasn't made from clay. Her dad's Zeus. Ooh, so yeah. it deals with, like, that kind of stuff. And so I thought with it being, like, the mystical god things and pulling that stuff Is that the one we read for Book Club? No, that was the Rebirth. That was the Earth. No, that was... Was there Earth 1 or whatever? No, that was a... um With that series, because that's when... It was like an origin. Yeah, because they were shipping... Most books were shipping twice a month. So the writer in that series, he... I forget how it was like... Evens were the past and odds yeah. were the future. Or the way around or whatever. Well, we, read me... the, we read, the, we read the, the origin part of that. Let me break something else down for you, Spencer. That's your real name. It's not. I actually do not like any characters, Marvel or DC, that are derived from Roman, Greek, any other kind of mythology. Because I feel like it's cheating, especially the gods. Yeah. I don't want no Zeus, Odin, Thor, Hercules. Especially Hercules seems extra erroneous for some reason. Like, you got Hercules? Disney's isn't... Hercules... Well, I mean, it's, fuck, I guess it's all the same now. Disney owns everything, but... Yeah. You know, he's be Disney Hercules, and I don't want Hercules, Hercules f- fighting Hercules, in. Hercules, Hercules. I just because then you're in the world where you got like Apocalypse is like the first mutant, but yeah. was Hercules the first mutant? What the fuck is he? Oh, he's derived of a god. I don't like it. May, and now in the comics, maybe they made them like Celestials or something. Yeah. I don't know. I didn't. I didn't read about those. But so you want you want a fan of the Thor movies then? No, I like the Thor movies fine. I don't have a problem with these characters. I just don't like that they're in there. Mm. I just think it's stupid when you look at it because it's like, oh, I remember reading about Thor when I was a kid. Oh, he's also real. Like, yeah. it just it seems goofy to me. It just seems like, oh, those were free properties, so they used oh, yeah. them, and but now they continue to use them. Like the Norse ones, it's not as bad. I don't like Odin though. I don't think Odin should be in there. Like Thor, for some reason, doesn't seem as bad. Loki doesn't seem as bad, but for some reason to me, but, Odin just shouldn't like be when, the, but the like main. When they, but when they like go to like Asgard and yeah. get into all that stuff is like the Zeus level gods. But like the Thor stuff, see, at least that kind of works because like I don't know, it just seems like 
the way they explained it is like, you know, they were always there and then like the humans just got a hold of the stories or song or whatever the fuck it was. But like the Hercules stuff, like especially the Greek myth stuff. Why is that in there? I mean, they didn't bring him up in the movies, but why is Hercules in the Marvel comics? Give it like another five years. Fucking yeah, that's what I'm saying. Or like you said, Zeus with like Wonder Woman's mom or dad. Like that's one. Don't put Zeus in any fucking movie aimed at kids. He's a raper. Yeah, well, He's a dirty rapist. Well, I mean, and well, they kind of played that, and that's what they kind of played up with. Like he raped a hunk of clay and made her. Well, no, she. He had sex with like with um, everyone with Wonder Woman's mom. But like the they play with like the manipulative of it all, like you know what I mean. You know what I would like? I would like, which I guess you can say Valiant is, but I feel like Valiant kind of fucking went squirrely here. Yeah, like they're they coming with the movie universe and they had Vin Diesel for some reason, and they just went squirrely. But I would like a big comic company that has all original characters that aren't derived from anything else, which Valiant was doing. I don't think they have any gods from ancient lore or anything in there. Though, but I mean, you can't have original people derived from nothing. I mean, everybody, everything's derived from everything. Look, it's one thing to be derivative, but the thing is, Spencer, what I'm saying is, like, yeah, every character's gonna be coming, you know, there's only so many story arcs and stuff. Yeah. We talked about this before, there's only so many stories you could tell. You're always gonna have your fucking, you know, anti-heroes and things like But I'm saying just the characters themselves. I don't want a Hercules in your comic world. So, but like Valiant, they just, you know, they got Ninjack, they got Bloodshot, they got original characters. They're kind of corny if you think yeah. about them, but they're, they're original characters. But I mean, Bloodshot, you can kind of say is like a Punisher, T- Terminator, yeah. something like that. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. I I always saw Ninjack as a ninja Batman. He's British too. Yeah. British ninja Batman. British ninja Batman. XO Man of Wars, obviously. Kind of like Iron, Iron Man, Man yeah. Alien Iron Man. Yeah. He's not an alien. Well, his story's cool though because he's fucking from way back in yeah. the medieval times or something, he or caveman ca- times or whatever. He, he time traveled, but it was in such a weird way. Time traveling alien Iron Man is what yeah. he is, which is cool. Because um, like he didn't time travel by stepping through a portal. The ship that abducted him and his people, they drove off. They hijacked it in a couple months, and then was able to bring it back. But they were so far away that it just everybody, you know, the years went by. Yeah, which I always thought that was an interesting way to play with that. Shadow Man's a cool original character. Yeah, you know, he's like a, a voodoo. It's kind of racist, but because you know, I don't think there was the original Shadow Man a black guy. I think he was. Kinda, yeah. I know, like the newest, the, the yeah. in the re when they restarted, he's yeah, like a voodoo, like Papa Shango from wrestling. <laughs> you, know, you look at it, and I was like, ooh, they really did that. <laughs> That was that popular, but you know what? That's like that's given a pass because apparently Americans don't know much about Haitian culture. So no. apparently it's not racist if you don't know about it. I don't. Well, they're not really turning people into zombies. That's fucked up. I don't think that Spencer. Um. Anyway, folks, if you uh, hated He Man, let us know by reaching out on Twitter at Drunk Pen Writing. Great segue. And also check out our fiction. I got a story that'll. That's posting Friday, so if you want to read a story, a sad dog story, it's a flash fiction story, sad dog story, make you cry, uh, that's posting Friday, so this episode comes on Tuesday, so it'll already be on the web- website at drunkenpenwriting.com, uh, it's called A Good Boy, so uh, if you want to, I actually had to put a disclaimer on that one, It's I'll tell you about it off air, Spencer, it's rough, actually. I don't know if I want to hear about it. Made me tear up thinking about it when I was writing it. 
It was one of those, uh, you know, yeah, we'll talk about it off air. Uh, you can also find us on Instagram and Facebook at Drunk Pen Writing. Thank you for listening, and until next time, stay cheesy. Can we get sued for using another company's trademark? Like, it's cheesy, because that's like the Cheeto guy, right? Is that the Cheeto uh, what, what about Get Cheesy? Get Cheesy. That's really stupid. What does that even mean? Cheese. Cheese.